you should change your to-do list. And instead of doing nothing, do something which is not on your to-do list, but which you just Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. For those of you who are new here, my name is Kim Peek, and I'm the author of Holistic Endurance Training, The Integrated Approach to Thriving as an Athlete. I recorded this episode the week of June 8th. I don't want to be insensitive to all that's going on in the world right now, so before we get on with this episode, I want to acknowledge the pain that is going on in the United States and make a commitment to do better. I had a lot of people lined up to interview this week, but just know that I am committed to doing a better job of seeking out black voices so that I can have more diversity and more perspectives on the podcast. I think that's really important. It's important in our personal lives and our business lives just to be exposed to more diversity of thought to begin with. But I also want to expose you and myself to more black voices because we all need to do better when it comes to learning and understanding so that we can be part of the solution. And I would love to hear your suggestions for anyone you'd like to hear from on the podcast. Today, I want to introduce you to Daria. She is a Forbes featured mindset expert and founder of a self-discovery program called The Dream Sprint. Her work has helped hundreds of people tap into the power of the brain to gain clarity and turn their dreams into reality. She shared her expertise on TV shows such as Good Morning La La Land, major publications like Vogue, Thrive Global, and Forbes. To learn more about Daria, head over to her website to download 10 free days of her Dream Sprint program at thedreamsprint.com, and I will put all of that info in the show notes. So, take a listen to my interview with Daria. Welcome to the show, Daria. It's so nice to have you here. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about the type of coaching that you do? Yes. Um, I am, I'm a coach, but I work in mostly in the group settings and my specialization is mindset and like the way our brain works. And my approach is unique because I, uh, I have a pretty kind of like solid scientific background and I used to study neuroscience. So it's literally like how our brain works. And I found out that a lot of uh, scientific research that it's out there, we can actually use in our own life. Because when we understand how we operate, we can navigate our feelings, thoughts, and emotions better than we don't. <laughs> so how did you get interested in this subject? Is there, usually there's a good story that's the background. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I, I see that you that you talk to a lot of people who have uh, entrepreneurial journeys. So, and of course, there is always a story, uh, a story behind some decisions, some interesting decisions in life. Uh, my story is that I hit a major kind of like roadblock in my life, and I couldn't get over it. I was so frustrated emotionally. I didn't understand what was going on with me. Uh, you know, from one day being and of like positive, optimistic, ambitious person 
like everything is good. I became like really depressed, really frustrated, not able to um, initiate anything, not able to be proactive. And it happened all at once because I've experienced a major change in my life. And then I realized is that, okay, I'm still the same human being, but the way I feel and think really changed a lot. And it didn't change because I was kind of like, oh, let me just change something. It changed automatically. So because it changed automatically, I started to ask myself, maybe there is just something in the human body, in the human brain, which does not allow us to feel and think the same way when we are going through some major transition in life. And then, of course, you know, once you start to think about something, start to meet more people who are in the same boat as you are, you start kind of like to... uh, your brain starts to filter the information that you're searching for. So I started to meet people who were also really frustrated, really didn't know why they experienced such bad emotional states, but nothing like super major, super bad happened in their life, but still they find themselves unable to like to wake up in the morning. And that's why I started to dig into the science about how our brain works. And first, I just digged on my own. And then I decided to take action. I created a nonprofit. It's it's called Brain Power Hub. And at that time, I used to live in San Francisco. So I had a great access to professors from Stanford and Berkeley. And I started to invite neuroscience doctors to talk about practical applications of their research in our real life. And this is how I got introduced to all this amazing people people and research and concepts. Then I went to um, Stanford Extension Professional Program in Cognitive Neuroscience and kind of like deepened my knowledge there. And this knowledge, it really helped me, the application of this knowledge to uh, literally flip my brain and, and switch the way I think and the way I respond to the situations that I was in. And this is how basically it all started. So is this a matter of learning how to be more optimistic or is there something else involved it's definitely something else involved uh of course there is like this positive psychology yes which Mm -hmm. is in a different bucket okay then uh positive thinking it's not the answer because we are able to think positively only after we digged all the dirt from ourselves. Okay. And so this process of digging the dirt, it requires to for you, first of all, to understand how your brain was evolutionizing during millions of years, yeah, of human existence. Okay. Yes. And it, it is a process. And our brain, it has this capacity to change and to adapt to new circumstances, but not in a matter of a lifespan but in a matter of like generations of lifespans, okay? okay? And that's why we inherited this human brain, which is actually not super designed for us to feel good in our super different life in comparison with life that several generations ago people had, okay? And because our brain changes in a matter of generations and not just life, one lifespan, that's why our brain is still looking for threats all the time, looking for survival, looking for what what will go wrong. So it's very natural for our brain to be in a very negative state in the most time. And when this negative state happens, it's mostly when we hit some changes in life. 
Yeah. You may graduate from school and you may hit this low, low point. You may move from country to country and hit this low point. You may uh, break the relationship or decide to end the relationship and you will hit this low point because it's just an automatic reaction in our brain on any pretty much change in our lives. And that's why the first step is to realize that whatever you feel, first of all, every other person which goes through changes, every other person feels that. And every other person thinks that they are guilty of that. Yes? So removing guilt from your feelings, this is the very first step. And after that, you can dig deeper. And once you remove guilt, you can dig deeper and discover why you have these feelings. Yeah? What previous experiences caused these feelings to be formed in you? Hmm? What belief systems do you have? What mental models do you possess? And how do they correlate from people in your culture, people from other cultures? So you just start to comparing which things are yours and which are just models that you adopted without you even not knowing this. Yeah? Very interesting. So when people work with you, they are they usually coming from like oh i just graduated from college or oh i just had some big life change or transition are these the types of things that people come to work with you after they're when they're experiencing these things yeah so i have uh, several several types of people that are benefiting the most from from the work that i do uh those are the people who either experience some life change and they don't know how to just cope with it. They find themselves in an unenthusiastic place and they're not sure how they can move on. Uh, second category is different. They kind of have everything okay, like no major changes, but they know that there is something else. They know that maybe they want to start their entrepreneurial venture. Maybe they want to change careers, but they're not sure what steps they should take from billions of steps that are out there that they see on social media and here and there. And they need this clarity, yes? And this motivation and this specific structure in order for them to take actions and move on. Because unless we are taking actions, nothing changes. Nothing changes just by learning stuff, okay? So there is always this application, application, application. And only after that, you can expect something to change. In one of the emails you sent me, you said that positivity can be toxic. Will you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it definitely can be toxic. Uh, when we lie to ourselves in any form, it is toxic. Yes. And uh, sometimes... Uh, things are just extracted from the context in terms of we have this big movement with affirmations. Uh, but actually affirmations, if it is a lie, I mean, they, they, they won't bring anything good. And the, the intention will be positive, but at the same time, you will find yourself even more depleted after reciting to yourself affirmations which are not connected to your real life right now. Okay. Very interesting. I like this. This is good stuff. Talk a little bit. Right now, it seems like everybody is really stressed. The world is crazy. We've all been locked in our houses for months now. And so that just increases the stress levels. 
What can people do to lower their stress and anxiety levels and maybe find some form of productivity right now? Yeah. Really track what you feed to your brain. Yeah. Like bring awareness to the information you consume. And it includes people you talk to, people that talk to you, and even if you don't want to talk to them, it's also your information intake, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> your responsibility to track what you see on social media, what you see everywhere, yeah? All pieces of information bring awareness because we are, like, uh, for example, if you eat, like, nails and snails all day long, you can't expect like feeling super nutritious. <laughs> right. It's just not the food for the body, which is suitable for the body. So same thing for the brain. Just know that your brain will always look for the most, like the, the worst information in the world because your brain still thinks that you are living um, like hundreds of years back where physical threats were real every single day. So what do you think about people who there's so much going on in their life right now. They're so stressed. I've seen like really two extremes as far as like coaches and trainers pushing people. This is the time to change yourself. We have nothing but time. It's like we're on a vacation. And then the other extreme of, you know, just be super kind to yourself. If getting out of bed is all you can do, that's good. I think there's probably something in the middle there. But what is you, what do you feel as far as like, what should people be doing with this time right now? First of all, uh, some people just don't have time right now. Some people are busier than they've ever been. Right. Yeah, it just priorities changed. Uh, for example, when I'm spending my time at home, I do a lot of home stuff. Like all these plants that you see behind me, I was literally like, it was my whole project to pick all the new plants for the house and do all these things that I probably would never, would never done before. So it just depends to what you allocate your time. Yeah. And of course, when you just force yourself to do something, uh, it's, it's never going to be super productive. Yeah. Because it's, it's actually impossible to force ourselves to do something. It's better to see, um, I'd like the word intuition is really spiritual, but it's like your desires. Like ask yourself, what do I want? Even the smallest things, just don't tell you, oh, I want to win million dollars. Yeah, just what do I want, which I can't do right now? Maybe I want to take a bath at 1 p.m. Yeah, like why not? Why not? Maybe you want to, to browse uh, some uh, design inspiration for your house. Yeah. So in this case, and, and when, when all you want to do is to, wait, is to uh, kind of like wake up and go out of bed and this is the only thing to do, I don't think it's normal and it's fine. It's actually those are symptoms uh, of, of depression that must be addressed. Yeah. If, for example, if you have, if, if you're bloated and uh, you really feel all this indigestion issues, you won't be telling like, oh, that's okay. That's fine. It's not fine. It's not fine if you if you're not addressing this. If you are just uh, okay, I, this this is my new normal. Then it will be the new normal. So guilt never helps, never. But putting your mind into asking yourself questions: How can I be more enthusiastic? What do I want to do now? Maybe you maybe you want only uh, 
kind of like wake up and that's it because you have the to-do list that dreads you. Yeah. Maybe you should change your to-do list. And instead of doing nothing, do something which is not on your to-do list, but which you just want. Yeah. Maybe you want all day to bake and that's it. Maybe it's, it's your thing. Why not? So better doing something which you want than just having this incredible resistance and laying flat on your bed. I really love that. I've asked that question in a couple of podcast interviews lately, and I really love the different ways that people come at it. And they're all very, very helpful ideas. So that was fun. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So I will have one more question to ask you, but before we get to that question, will you just tell people how to find you online, a little bit about your programs that you offer, all the kind of stuff that they need to know? Oh yeah, for sure. I have just uh, one program. One thing that I do, very easy, it starts every month. <laughs> it's called The Dream Sprint, and the website is thedreamsprint.com. Okay. <laughs> dream, like like a dream, a desire, and sprint, like like a sprint, when like a telephone company. <laughs> and are you on social media? Yes, I am. It's my first name, underscore last name, but it would take quite a bit of time for me to spell it. So if it's in the link, you can. I will put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. All right. So one final question. Power Up Your Performance is all about learning how to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Could you tell us three traits that you believe all champions possess? Of course. Great question. Uh, first of all, the champion, yeah, it's somebody who enjoys their life. I think this is already a, a championship, your own championship. And in order to, in order to be this person, uh, three traits that you should possess from my point of view, it's the trait of asking yourself questions instead of putting judgments on yourself, okay? So every judgment that you have in your mind, reform it in an question which doesn't bring you down but which inspires your thinking i think it's a very important trait for for high performers another trait is to um, ask for help like ask for help all the time it's super normal if you have a program to promote please you like ask your friends on facebook can you please share this link on your on your, on your wall like can you please just message it to your friends it's totally normal and you will be amazed how many people actually are willing to help you and third thing take care of your mental state because it's the most important thing you can do and this you do by bringing awareness and filtering information that goes into your mind every single day I love that. Super helpful information. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great talking to you and I hope you get lots of new people in your new program next month. <laughs> Likewise. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you so much. I appreciate your podcast. And I wish you thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm coach Kim Peak of Power of Run and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com Dot com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe as a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.